Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to Superhero with a Cane, podcast number six. Uh, today, I want to talk about um, a topic that's that's maybe familiar to a lot of you, uh, being your own advocate. Um, I mean, an advocate is somebody that, that speaks on your behalf, you know, pushes the, uh, tries to get what you need out there um, in front of your doctors. And I think um, sometimes, you know, when you're living with disease, especially when you're living with um, multiple sclerosis, uh, we we don't necessarily um, mean to, but we, we are not our best advocate. So I think that for me, I, I mean, as many cognitive and fatigue issues as I have, um, I've always found that being your own advocate is the uh, the best medicine. You know, there's an old phrase um, that I grew up with, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Um, you know, I certainly never mean to be a pain in the ass to my doctors or to the uh, public, but um, sometimes you have to, to get what you need. You know, we often get sucked into a feeling that our uh, our doctors and our healthcare industry uh, knows it all. You know, they know better than us. Um, you know, I go back to you know, the very beginning uh, when I, I I talked about my, in my journey, I talked about the story of me going to the uh, emergency room and the doctor, um, the doctor saying that, you know, the, the emergency room is for sick people. Um, you, you really shouldn't be here. Why don't you go home? And, um, you know, my wife, you know, had to remind me, remind us, and I say that, you know, as I talk about being your own advocate, but, what, you know, your spouse, your significant other, um, if they're working with you, I consider that being your own advocate. But, you know, if it wasn't for me staying in the um, the hospital, I wouldn't have gotten the MRIs, the tests. Um, I mean, yes, it did not lead to a diagnosis at that, at that time, but um, it led to you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. And, um, you know, when you're your own advocate, um, you're, you're doing a, a, a for me, I, I, I'm always looking online to see what's, you know, whether it, through a lot of it through social media, a lot of it just online on what medications are, are coming out. You know, we, I remember, you know, getting diagnosed and, um, my doctor put me on uh, Tisabri for, uh, you know, I was on Tisabri for five and a half years, which was an infusion I had to go to the hospital every month to get. And when I, the more I looked into it, and Tisabri was uh, for relapsing or admitting patients, um, you know, he, he told me at the time he thought I was, you know, already secondary progressive. So I, um, I was confused. Like, why am I on this relapsing remitting drug? Um, and it turns out that, uh, you know, the, uh, insurance, you know, I was on Medicare would only, would, would pay for this. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it caused confusion for me. And as my disease changed, and I got worse. Um, 
and I, I you know, I, I, I sat, I started learning about um, secondary progressive MS more and medications that were coming out. You know, I pushed and pushed and pushed, and um, you know, we we ended up, you know, ultimately switching to uh, a different drug, which was uh, a pill uh, for secondary progressive. Now, in the end, that ultimately ended up being um, the wrong diagnosis, and uh, that ended up being a drug that you know didn't work. So, um, but it was my decision. It was you know me and my wife's decision. You know, I wasn't getting better. Um, I did go seek a second opinion at NYU Langone at that time, and uh, he didn't. He he personally didn't see a. Um, that what I was doing was um, any different than what he would do, uh, what my my current doctor had was doing, and I um, so I. But it felt good being my own. You know, I, I wasn't going to sit back, and and have decisions made on my behalf. I was going to be my own advocate and make decisions for myself, based on the knowledge I was given. Um, yes, you have to judge, you know, what your doctor's saying, and you know, I, I have a, 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 you know, have a brief understanding of B cells versus T cells and what the medication does and why I'm on it, um, and I have to really trust that my doctor's making the best decision. But ultimately, um, it's my decision, and I did. I ended up, you know, switching because um, I felt I wasn't getting any better. Um, I ended up switching doctors, and uh, the doctor I went to, you know, re-diagnosed me as primary progressive MS, and um, it is it is a bear, you know. Uh, I mean, only fifteen percent of people are, have primary progressive MS, and um, so man, there's not a lot of information out there. There's not a lot of uh, people fighting for you, so you got to fight for yourself. Um, I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm reading my notes here and trying to make sure that I stay on topic. Um, so, what can being your own advocate mean? Um, for me, you know, I I was living in no man's land for so long that I felt like um, I had to do something. So I I found a uh, support group an MS support group where you can go and listen to other people living with the disease. And, um, also there were topics and speakers and voice your opinion. And, um, so I, I went and did that. I, I, I listened and I spoke and, um, I asked questions and, um, part of being your own advocate is, you know, l what do you need? So a lot of people that were in the group, you know, saw me walking in with my cane and saw me struggling as the, the uh, hours went on. So I eventually um, was offered a walker from a, a very good friend of mine. Um, also, as the years went on, you know, I had looked into getting a, um, a chairlift uh, and we, we just couldn't afford it. It didn't make sense, but I got a call a couple weeks ago uh, from someone from the chairlift company that um, remembered me and said, hey, we had somebody, unfortunately, that passed away and they want to donate their chairlift. Um, you know, do you want it? And, 
we looked into putting a chairlift in the house. It would have been for free. And uh, that was all because of me um, showing up to a, an MS support group meeting, me inquiring, me you know being that squeaky wheel that gets the oil, and somebody reaching back out and, and offering a chairlift. Um, thank God I've been, been given many other things because of uh, being, showing that I'm not going to give up and I'm, I'm going to try to persist. So uh, my good friend Billy Havens had actually donated um, a couple of his. He had two scooters, a, a heavy-duty scooter and one that was like a light one that uh, for traveling around that I use quite often. So um, I wouldn't have gotten that if I wasn't my own you know, advocate. Um, stem cell... You know, is was stem cell right for you? Um, a lot of people, you know, look into it. You know, I, I did my homework, um, had all my records sent over to a stem cell company, uh, insisted, me and my wife insisted on speaking to uh, a doctor. You know, in the beginning, it felt like we were being sold the, uh, the stem cell package. And... Um, the doctor ended up looking at it and saying, you know, I don't think this would be a, a good match for you. Um, I think it actually would be pretty risky and, uh, you know, you shouldn't do it. Things could be turned out worse for you. So, um, but that was my own decision and you've got to make your own decision financially. Um, you know, what are you doing to help yourself? You, you the, a lot of us um, have to stop working, have to go on disability, are impacted financially because of this. Um, there are grants, there are programs out there um, through the different societies. You know, I, I support MS4MS, which has um, been a huge uh, impact in our life. Um, there's uh, MS Society, MS Association, MS Foundation, Multiple Sclerosis Foundation. Um, just keep looking up different foundations. There are even local charities that have nothing to do with MS that will help people with disease. So we, me and my family have been, um, been able to benefit uh, from these charities, you know, help because, be only because... I just went went up and beyond, reached out, reached out, reached out, um, got information, got help, and uh, there are ways to help you with you know, whether you need uh, you need that car, you need a van with a ramp, um, you need um, help with your rent, you need help with a ramp outside your house, uh, help with a chairlift. You know, there are associations and, like I just mentioned, and groups that um, if you reach out to, uh, they will help you and, and they'll give you the uh, financial assistance to do this. Um, it opens doors, you know. And even this um, this podcast, I think, opens doors. If you're um, people being able to listen and understand that they're not alone, um, is a big help. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to be your own advocate, whether it comes to your doctor, switching doctors, your medication, um, assistance you may need, you know, your research, you know, it is, uh, 
it has become increasingly difficult for me as the years have progressed because of my cognitive issues. I used to have um, a lot more um, ability and I could time things better. Uh, now I, I'm struggling more and more cognitively, so uh, I don't have the energy that I used to. But for those of you that do, don't give up and don't sit, sit there and allow um, other people to make decisions on your behalf without having input. You know, you've got to be your own advocate, do your own research, make your own phone calls, send the emails, um, be a thorn in, in the, the side of, uh, of the people. So that way, you know, they'll see that you're not going to go away. They see that you need help and um, you continue to, to, to question and do the things you do. So there's another topic that I want to talk about today. Um, and that is, um, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, I personally, um, tend to, there are times where, you know, I, I look at our situation and that we're in and, um, whether it's my wife having to, to work as hard as she does or, um, the kids, you know, being limited with, you know, what we can do for college and, and help, um, and it, it automatically, you know, it, it can come back to you and it comes back to me. And I, I do have this underlying guilt that, you know, this would be, uh, this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for me living with this, this disease. And, um, you know, something happened this week. Um, I, one day I was telling my son about it. Um, one day I'm, le I'm, I'm going into Walgreens to pick up medication and I'm leaving, and uh, there's a guy outside that his car is broken down. He's got the the hood up, and um, he's try He has one of those remote jumper starters <laughs> to start jump your battery, and he has no idea how to use this thing. And I have no idea how to use this thing. So as I'm getting in the car, I I just said to him, I'm like, dude, I go, you know, do you need a hand? I have cables. So we figured out how to jump his car and. Um, we used the cables, and I remembered um, when my son, uh, Michael's car, years ago, we used to have to let it run for a little while. So I'm having, we're sitting there, we're letting his car run and run and run. He tried, it wouldn't start. Let, I'm like, stop trying, let's just sit here for a few minutes, let it run. So finally the thing charged up, battery, battery you know, was jumped, and the guy's car started. And I um, I made sure I told him, I was like, make sure you let, let that thing run for 30 minutes for or you know, the charge is going to be no good. So um, I walked away feeling pretty good. I'm like, okay, that's a normal thing. <laughs> Trust me. I tripped over uh, I tripped over the, the cable, uh, the jumper cables <laughs> twice, fell on my ass. The guy felt horrible. Um, I get in my car. I fell down. This part, I, I didn't tell anybody, but fuck it. Anyway, so I felt pretty good. I'm like, all right, I did something normal. I helped the kid out. Now, the next day, I, I had to come home and sleep for two and a half hours after that. It beat the shit out of me. The next day, I went out, went to the store, picked up another prescription. I had to, I come back, and as I'm pulling, um, about to pull into the handicapped spot at the store, a woman takes her shopping cart 
and push, push it and leaves it right at the top of the handicapped spot. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm at this point, I'm very tired. And cognitively, I'm like, all I can do is get through the short trip I had at the store. And I, the last thing I needed was somebody leaving the shopping cart at the top of the handicapped spot. So I beat my horn, and I pointed it and asked her. I said, can you move it? And apparently I could get in without, I had to drive around it to get in. And um, as I'm doing that, I, I rolled down my window and I told the woman, I said, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize I could still get in. She didn't make it very easy for me. And she let me know that, um, you know, well, why did you have to beep at me like that? You scared me. And uh, so my answer to her was, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, uh, that wasn't very good. Uh, I pulled in the spot and I immediately regretted saying that to her. <laughs> and um, so then as I'm getting out of the car with my cane, she pulls up and she said to me, um, you know, I didn't appreciate you saying that. And um, so I apologized again. I said, I'm really sorry. I explained to her, I have MS, and this is the last thing I need. I'm standing there holding on to my car and holding my cane and trying to explain to this woman, I have MS, I've got cognitive issues, I shouldn't have said that to you, I'm very sorry. And she let me know, you know, that that really wasn't the right, that really wasn't the right thing to do, you shouldn't have said that to me. So I, I did say I'm sorry. But I got to tell you, I, I beat myself up for the next hour over that um i didn't think i was so exhausted and tired i just reacted and uh, i shouldn't have said what i said but i did <laughs> shouldn't have told her to go fuck herself and um and i felt terrible and i came home and i slept for quite some time you know an hour and a half um but the bottom line with this story is you know we didn't ask for this we didn't plan on this. It just happened. We we have this disease. Things, um, getting through a day can be brutal. Um, moment by moment, we're trying to live with this disease and make decisions in, a, in the real world where people don't have this disease. So um, don't beat yourself up. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you didn't ask for it. We do. We're all doing as best that we can. So that's all I got for today. I'm uh, I'm wrapping it up. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. And um, <laughs> go get them. <laughs>